Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the fashion. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? The music. I want my MTV. I want my MTV. And the selfishness. Greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. I'm Steve Spears, the online editor for sptimes.com. And I'm Gina Vivanetto, columnist for TBT. And if you hear those familiar refrains, it must be time for us to talk about you too. Who? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> you know, my mom used to do that whenever I would mention the band The Who. She'd be the what? I'm like, The Who. Should I can't be believe you who. suckered me into that. No, you too. Like, man, were they like one of your very favorite bands in the eighties? Oh, sure. They were mine. They were yeah. mine for a long, long time. You two and REM, man. They were, but you two, they they won me over immediately. I, uh, do you remember the first song you heard by them? I will follow. I think mine was maybe I will follow too. Because they had the video for it, and he had that god awful mullet. Oh, man. I was just gonna say <laughs> the, the one thing I remember about that he, song. Of I course, can't being get a, Bono. Bono, yeah, Bono dancing around like like he's on a. Uh, Poingos to bo- pogo stick? Is yeah. That, I can't even talk today. <laughs> My apologies to the listeners abroad. We're making it even more Over difficult. Over in Dublin. To- <laughs> Over in Dublin. Yeah, this. maybe we have some listeners in Dublin, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> They'll write in. The, We're getting yeah, listeners all over the place. Poor Bono jumping up and down with a mullet on his head. And that, to this day, that's what I think of when I see that song. But we're talking about them today because... They're going to be here, here in, where we are in the Tampa Bay area. They're, you choose playing Tampa uh, Wednesday... Um, November, what's the date on Wednesday? Sorry to do this to you. November, what? 16th. 14th, 15th, 16th? Yeah. yeah at the Pete Times Forum in Tampa. Sold out. I'm hopefully going to the show. If I do, it will be my fourth U2 concert since 1980. What year did we see them first? 85. 85 on the... Steve and I saw the Unforgettable Fire Tour. Um, together but apart. Together but apart. We were in the same... At the Sun Dome, right? In right. Tampa. That It was amazing. Was it one of the best concerts of your whole entire life ever? Uh, you know, I oh. put it in my top three. Yeah, well, absolutely. Okay, yeah. that, that's but pretty good. You know what? You know what I like about you too. And I, I mean, talk about we talk about we could talk for hours about them, but we won't. But um, I like the fact that no matter where you see them play, you get the feeling that you, you're like you're all one big happy family, and and that they're reaching out to just you, kind of feeling. feeling I mean. No. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. For me, I had only been to a couple concerts at that point. Um, although that week I did see Madonna, and a couple days later I saw Frankie Goes to Hollywood. It was a very '80s week for me back then. It was, I was in at May. The, I was at the Frankie concert too. Were you really? Yeah. Oh yeah. And they played Relax twice. Twice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, those are the Tampa uh, Highlight Front. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I do remember. See, that's With why I didn't Bella go see. Louise Sum opened up. Do you remember that weird? No, thing? I didn't yeah. know that. Bella Louise Sum oh, opened sweet. up. That's and, a good trivia. Okay, and I also saw Madonna that week with the Beastie Boys open up. That oh, was the geez. Like a Virgin tour. Man, I, said I would have gone to see him just for the Beastie Boys. What a week that was back in May 1985. Anyone who wants to come and blog or call in, if you were at any of those shows back here in the Tampa Bay area in May 1985, let us know. Steve and I were there. We were rocking. But 
U2. That was my first U2 tour I saw, and it was a fantastic tour. They were um, touring in support of The Unforgettable Fire, beautiful, beautiful album produced by the one and only Brian Eno, my spiritual husband, this week. Um, <laughs> he's so awesome. I love Brian Eno. I love U2. Um, I was a major, major fan back then. Pride was a huge single. Um, the album was absolutely beautiful. They were singing about a lot of um, American things. It was kind of a little de- bit of a departure for them, that album, because the albums before that war and things like that were um, really cluing me in and, and schooling me on all these things that were going on in Ireland. Um, getting into U2 really opened my eyes a lot to the idea that I mean, I was very young, you know, I was like 12 or 13 when I first started listening to them, and it taught me a lot about, you know, the wars in Ireland and all these kind of things, yeah. and well, there's a the, world outside of my country, you know. There's that, there's that famous, um, when, when they played Red Rock in yeah. Colorado, yeah. they, um, when they introduced the song Sunday Bloody Sunday, sure. they say, this song is not a rebel song, Sunday Bloody Sunday, right. and I'm thinking, I was like, what the hell are they song? talking about? <laughs> Something in the I have no clue what yeah, you're talking about. Exactly. Rebel sign. It was. It was. I was not yet yeah, into the whole. Yeah, didn't know about all that. No, stuff, no. Right? We had our own problems to deal with here. Right. But you're right, though, about Unforgettable Fire. It had some tunes like um, M- MLK. Fourth of July. Yeah, Fourth of July. MLK, which at the time, you know, I was so like, what's it? milk? What is this about? And then I realized, oh, it's about Martin Luther King. I, <laughs> I get it. I think I might have known then what yeah. MLK was. But yeah, but, but um, you know. Um, and then, yeah, they were singing a lot about American stuff and their promenade, really pretty songs. And they were just kind of starting to explore this whole, you know, maybe for them, too. They were starting to tour the world a lot and just, you know, get really embracing a lot of things outside of their own country, too, and writing about it. It was reflected in their music, which went on and on and on with later albums, you know, um, uh, Rattle and Hum and, uh, uh, well, you know, Joshua Tree and things like that. Joshua Tree had a lot of um, uh, songs about just... Uh, like uh, blues and America and things like that. Yeah, Desire. That- what what album was Desire on? That was later on. In no, the 80s. that was that was in the nineties. Was it? it? I'm sorry. Well, wait a minute. Well, keep talking and I'll look it up. Okay. No. Okay. No. Here's Desire. It was on Rattle and Hum. See, I didn't like. I did not like Rattle and Hum. I didn't like Rattle and Hum so much either. But um, if I had to pick a favorite, I would pick Under a Blood Red Sky. But that's kind of that's kind of cheap to pick that one because it's, it's a, a live, live album. album. Sure. And Rattle and Hum was too. But there was that great line where he says, you know. Uh, Charles Manson stole this song from the Beatles and we're stealing it back. Thing he'll he say, so and so stole this song from so and so and we're stealing it back. Yeah. And, and uh, we, it's nobody ever gets it. But Joshua it's Tree was great. To, Joshua to, Tree has uh, "Where the Streets Have No Name," which is probably one of their, I'd say, one of their top five songs. That's a great song. It's beautiful. Um, and then it's got the two songs there. Well, it's got I still haven't found what I'm looking for, which is. Another, that song, that album was filled with hits, and it's got that song that nobody ever needs to hear ever again. With or without with you. With or without you. Thank with you. Which the first you. few times you heard it, it was wonderful, right? No, no. Now you hated it right away. Yeah, there's a couple of songs that I never liked right off the bat. Like, um, what's the one by the police? Um, Every breath you take. God, I, I this day, you I, know, I, Steve, I don't ever need to hear that song This is one time again. we are in total agreement because I think with or without you is a. It's just a stinky, stupid song, yeah. and, and every breath you take, also. Just come I, on! No, I, don't I hate it. I don't know if it's. Yeah, just I can't like believe the, we agree on this. You want, I'm you in hug shock. It out? We're all staring at each other here in the studio. I'm, 
I'm giddy. This is weird. It's just Mountain Take Dew. off that mask. There's a lizard underneath the Steve mask. Shazam. He's not really Steve. Yeah. This is really weird. I I'm hate just in the zone. I'm in the Xeno zone today. What can this I say? This is insane. Yeah, I absolutely agree. With or without you, so it's, it's not a very good again. song. No, I put it on my list of most ever played songs. Okay, that's on awesome. our blog. And I didn't like it, you know, the first couple of times either. It just stunk right out of the gate. All right, it's, so it's we were talking earlier, turf. Electric Company by you 2 Oh, yeah. I was just listening to it before I came in here on my head. Phones. We don't know what it's about. So loud that even my coworkers were still complaining. Even though I Great still have my song. What's in. it about? Steve was saying, does evidently, he have a dispute? <laughs> evidently, Bono has a dispute with the power company. What's it about? I, I have no idea. I you know, I could have downloaded the lyrics. and we'll, I'll, I'll put it on our blog. We don't know. Somebody but, help uh, us. Someone. I don't um, know. It's okay. a great song. It it's sounds great. It's a great, great song. Great live and great um A lot of their songs studio. deal with Bono's. And okay, three of the band's members, excluding Adam Clayton, Party Animal, Crazy Smoking, drinking. Well, they all—they all pretty much smoke and drink. Well, they're they're the Irish, band. okay. So. If I was in the band, then that's what I would basically do too. But but Adam Clayton's the only one who is not on the record as a pretty hardcore practicing Christian. So a lot of um, Bono's lyrics obviously have a lot to do with his. You know, they 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 very much publicly embrace Christianity, which was another thing about this band um, that was just strange they're very 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 upfront about you know that they're they're really really christian um they're almost like crusaders of their be- their beliefs um politically spiritually and all this and yet still got to be very very mainstream very very popular you know eventually in their career and young people really were not put off by Bono's almost insufferable kind of zealotry for everything right. he believes. I mean, this guy is the epitome of like a Jesus Christ kind of rock star character to the point where he runs around in that with the white flag in the Sunday Bloody Sunday video. You know, he waves. You know, it's classic. I mean, it is. It's probably one but of the why top five all, moments in rock and roll. But how come he can get away with this stuff and nobody else can? You know, well, he can act like Jesus it. Christ in these in these videos and no other lead singer could ever get away with it. He's the most earnest, you know, pious kind of insufferable, weird, self-righteous guy and he can get away with it. And, what does he have that other people can't have? You know, that other people don't have. Well, you know, I think I think it's a combination of things. One is he's not an incredibly great looking guy, so he doesn't have to deal with like. There a, are many people who would disagree with you. Although, really? uh, yet again, I agree with you, Steve. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> I don't think there's any member of you two that's particularly drop dead gorgeous. Oh I no, said, Larry I, Mullen Jr. Okay, well, he's he's a hunk. I have the same haircut. Does that make me gorgeous? Well, yes. Okay. In my eyes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can we hug it out again? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a hugathon today. Yeah. Yeah. I like hugs. It's a hugathon. Yeah. No, but I, I think it has to do a little bit with the fact that he's not—he's not a pretty boy. He doesn't have what I would consider to be a fantastic voice. I mean, he's got kind of—it's kind of a rough and tumble voice. I just think he's a man of the people, and I think because of that, kind of like Springsteen, people just identify with him like he's one of us. And and he's just got—he has magnetism. It's unbelievable. Even like. I was uh, the music critic for the Times a few years ago when I saw them the third time. I think it was maybe 2003. And at that point, you know, I had been into them nearly 20 years. And I thought, this is my third time seeing them. I'm kind of, you know, I saw them on the Joshua Tree tour. I saw them on Forget And then this tour. And at this point, it was the... Zoo? Zoo No, no, no. uh, All... 
you, all, all that you left behind yeah i think it was that one and i thought well whatever it's not I, i'm not a kid anymore it won't you know I, i'm over this whole bono thing and whatever it'll be a good show but same thing happened i mean i was just captivated i was nearly crying on all the right songs <laughs> everything and i just thought how how do they do this i just literally got a chill down my arm when i was just remembering the right. concert and you know hopefully if i see them again on wednesday night you know same thing will happen they are Probably the best live band you can see ever. I mean, they're just fantastic. You know, it's unbelievable what this man and his cohorts can do to you. The 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 momentum and and the 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 feeling that you just get in your rib cage watching them. And and, you know, I'm the kind of person where I see Bono on TV nowadays. I'm like, and I roll my eyes. I'm like, oh, Bono. You know, silly little guy. (laughs) It's just (laughs) running around with all the world leaders and everything. But then, you know, the minute you're in the same arena with them and they start playing, you believe every single thing that you've ever believed listening to them again. It's just like he makes you feel so wonderful and so great and you're right there with them you're you're about to cry aren't you i'm i am crying inside (laughs) (laughs) let's take let's take a five second break then and uh let me get some uh kleenex for gina while we listen to a few refrains just hug me more steve (laughs) (laughs) do you have a good crying song that you'd like to play now um uh maybe we should listen to a little bit of um uh maybe sunday bloody sunday oh that's a good one okay I love that song. I love it too. I love it. Makes me want to go out and wave a white flag. Wave a white flag and be part of some sort of, uh, you know, rebellious weird. Do you remember the show? It's not a rebel song. (laughs) (laughs) It's evidently not. Do you remember the show back in '85? Oh yeah, vividly. He had had the flag. He had the flag and he came out with it. Remember? Mm, Yes, and he had the bad hair (laughs) still too. Still did he? He he sported that mullet for a long time and still kind of Irish mullet though. It wasn't like a an Irish mullet. Is there? It wasn't like what I would call, yeah, I wouldn't call it like a, you know, Cracker Florida mullet or anything. I guess so. It wasn't, yeah, it was pretty bad though. I mean, uh, but that show back then, um, I I, had never seen anything so wonderful. And uh, a few years later, I was lucky enough that, um, well, you know what was really interesting about that show? And and he's done it every show since was um, The Edge. Which, you know, is the only man who have an article in his name, as far as I know, The Edge. The Edge, whose real name is what? His real name is David Howell Evans. Yes. And what is Bono? Bono. We don't even call him Bono Vox anymore. Back yeah. then, that was Bono is actually voice, Paul Hewson. Paul Hewson, yeah. And he got the nickname Bono Vox from a friend who ripped it off from a hearing aid store. Oh, that's nice. But, but well, he didn't rip it off. But I think he no, saw it and yeah. thought, "Oh, that's a funny name." But you know, what's really ironic is that it means good voice yeah. in Latin. Yeah. But um, the edge, um, I noticed at that show and then at every show I've seen since he during New Year's Day which is one of my very favorite songs and I never get sick of it no matter how many times I hear it and that's true he do you remember he sat at the piano playing that really beautiful piano part and then in the middle of the song where he had that cool guitar and he has such yeah he picks up the guitar while he's at the piano bench sitting and playing it's hard to do and he would he would just alternate and sit there and play the piano and then go back and play the guitar which by the way which by the way we need to say like some you two you know 
started in 1976. So, I mean, they've been together next year, it'll be 30 years. Same lineup. You know, in the beginning, they were called The Hype, very briefly. And um, we, were, we, we make a case sometimes here, like with the Depeche Mode podcast, and, you know, you and I talk about REM and stuff. And these bands from the 80s, Duran Duran, they've all had some some kind of career longevity but their lineups have changed right. you know bill berry unfortunately left rem depeche mode have had members drop out alan wilder drop out well um, duran duran no one they, yeah. they just had oh, members yeah. drop out they didn't have they didn't replace well now they're all five the original guys again right. but for a while some of them left but u2 has been you know larry adam edge and bono from from the time they started until now and and consistently making really fantastic records, with the exception of a few in the '90s that weren't well, as yeah, terrific as I the had, others. I wish but I had the record of, of failure. Bad. You know, yeah. uh, think, thinking back to that '85 concert, I have a cool story. Yes. <laughs> Well, there's a local guy here we need to give a shout out oh, to. My it, friend Matt now. Simmons, who was on stage, he went to Lakewood High back then and played in a band, Ima, and a lot of local musicians know Matt really well. And he was the guy they picked out of the audience and got on stage and strummed some guitar. I think w- knocking on heaven's knocking door. Knocking on heaven's door. So hello, Matt and friends of Matt, if you're listening. God, I hope I'm right on that. I mean, I, I could. I, I, I could, think it's it was. possible that I could be remembering this wrong for 20 straight years, but I thought that was the song. I think it was. If, it's if an easy it, song to play, and that's why they always play it. <laughs> that's uh, thanks you know well, you know Matt, what's really sick who's you know, a really good guitarist and now he's probably going hey jerk no <laughs> go ahead he can come down here and say that to my face right. or he can't say it at all yeah no the um um now i completely lost my train of thought. no what was the interesting thing about the 85 show oh there the wasn't it's not 80 it's not interesting it's pathetic can i still tell it is it something about a girl yes you, okay go ahead it's one of your girl stories go ahead <laughs> okay here's the story. It's a shame uh sean's not here to talk about molly sherman <laughs> sure there's a good story sean where are you sean we miss blog you. it to us sean yeah okay go ahead hey here's the story so we go to the concert there's a bunch of us my friend clay who you know oh, sure. is there clay. and w- with clay is his girlfriend pseudo girlfriend at the time this girl that we picked up at, uh, not we, I, I did all the work <laughs> and he surprised. got the girl. As usual, I did all the work and he gets the girl. <laughs> but this was at Sky Feathers. Remember Sky Feathers? Oh, yeah, Sky Feathers absolutely. was this teen club here in Tampa Bay that was open in the 80s. Had to be un- had to be under 19 to get in at the time. So we pick up this girl. Of course, he en- she ends up with Clay. She comes with us to the U2 concert. So somehow she scams a ticket from I don't she scammed a ticket somehow I don't even remember was that assigned seating who cares the point of the story was Steve might have been a little bit bitter about this I still might be a little bit bitter about so this what did you do Here's the, I'm getting to it what do you people got time on their hands <laughs> the point of it is the show's over and somehow this girl's disappeared I, I think she just went to say hi to some friends. So I convince everyone, let's all hop in the car and just leave her behind. I'm sure she's got a much better, I'm sure she's got oh a ride my home. God. It's like so, so unsafe. Clay, Clay goes along with the plan. So, so we, we all hop in the van and head home. And I'm pretty sure she, you know, certainly she, she's got another ride home. Well, she didn't. And I guess she, she came tearing through the parking lot from, you know, from all the way from the sun dome, all the way to where we were about to pull on, about to pull onto the interstate. Starts banging on the door to let us in and uh you know finally realizes that it was me that basically got her you know that was your whole plan that was my whole plan because she picked clay over you basically yeah yeah nice guy steve nice guy (laughs) nice guy i told you it was a pathetic story and so like all the way back to wherever did she just sit in the back and make out with clay yes (laughs) so you could see you were sitting in the back of the van would you make out with clay too Uh, probably not 
You didn't like Clay? Well, no. <laughs> Clay went out with my friend Michelle for everyone listening and not with me. So I was really bitter. So I sat in the back of the van and made out with Steve all the time. <laughs> this isn't true, actually. but It would be a much better story if it was. It was. So anyway, that's my memory. That's my never lead. too late, Steve. We all have our skeletons, and I forget what her name is. Well, that's, you're really not a nice guy. I thought, that, you know, I only agreed to do this whole stuck in the eighties thing with you because I thought you were a nice boy who would never do things like that to a girl at a YouTube concert. I was sixteen concert. years old. What did you expect from me? Well, I'm very disappointed in you. I take I'm that back. Okay. okay, it didn't happen then. <laughs> you're a liar. Look at you lying. You probably like with or without you. You're such a liar. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm not the only bad boy because, as you were saying before, w- Adam Clayton's Adam a bad Clayton. boy. Too. <laughs> very bad boy, very, Mr. Very Clayton. Bad. He dated Naomi Campbell, did so you really? know he's a nasty, very bad, bad boy. boy. Yeah. That's, and you did too, weird. as a matter of fact, in the I, 80s. I, I when you were just Naomi 16. Campbell? Yes, I think you did. That would be so, nice. Yeah. <laughs> That would be glowing, big, glowing. big grin, yeah. grin on his face. No, I, I guess it was 1989 nice. when Adam Clayton was arrested in Dublin and charged with possession of ma- marijuana. Oh, was he? I didn't even know that. Give yeah. me more trivia. See if um, I know my U2. Which band member originally wanted to become a doctor? Oh, Adam Clayton. That's why he has all those pharmaceuticals. <laughs> yeah, he's been an amateur doctor know. for years. <laughs> no, The Edge. The Edge okay. did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He only he convinced his parents to let him have some time off from school to see how the band thing worked out. Oh, wow. I guess we're still reserving judgment. I know Bono is still married to his wife, Allie, the one he married when he was quite young. Yep. And I'm pretty sure the Edge, well, he actually, he got married. Yeah. I think he's on his second wife or or something. Okay. Let's. He got through his starter wife. That's neither. Okay. Which, (laughs) sorry. Which was the girl that you abandoned at the YouTube concert. She ended up going home with the Edge. That would would totally make sense. Yeah. I totally deserve that. Which band member is a huge fan of Elvis Presley? Oh, it's El- it's a Bono, isn't it? No, wrong again. Really? Well, I know he loves Frank Sinatra. Does he? I didn't know that. <laughs> Is Larry- it Larry? Larry. Larry. Okay. He actually Larry. named his son Aaron Elvis. Oh, okay. <laughs> and all the little kids in Ireland think that's a really neat name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, more? Larry looks really like he digs American culture a lot. He wears his hair slicked back and wears lots of like kind of you know leather jackets and things. He's he rides tall. a motorcycle. How many drummers would wear a leather jacket? Probably and, all and still of them. Cool. I guess in Ireland, maybe <laughs> not in Florida. Um, it wouldn't work. Yeah, no. The Did, girl in the white stripes. You were in a band in the eighties, right? <laughs> yeah, of oh, course. Bullwinkle. No, that was like early nineties. That was still eighties. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Did you cover any U2 songs? No, we weren't capable enough to do no, any of those, it's hard to sadly. Do those. <laughs> I, I did, we didn't either. Yeah. Okay, one last trivia question. No. <laughs> yes. Are those the answers? Am I supposed to be asking you the yeah, questions? Yeah, what were the questions? Okay, the first question was... Uh, no, Is ahead. Steve really a jerk? <laughs> uh, one of the band members has to have a specially designed instrument to... Uh, Deal with his tendinitis. Uh, Did I just say that right? Ten, ten, tinnitus. Can we cut? Cut no, and go no. back. <laughs> we're cutting going back. We just, it's tinnitus. We... We're fine. <laughs> um, a, 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 tendonitis. Oh, tendonitis. I thought you were talking about the ears. Tendonitis. Well, it's, I don't know. Probably Very, not Bono. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be Larry. Larry. Okay. Drumstick. Special. Okay. Sp- okay. Sweet. Okay. Should we keep another song so I can like? Let's do it. You can come over and watch my hair. I would hair. like to hear um, something like Gloria. Gloria's good. Real, real oldie. But Please, Maestro, save us. Oldie. You are our only hope.
I have been told I can no longer hum or sing any U2 songs in this podcast. Oh, who told you that? That's not true. <laughs> it came out of your lips like 30 seconds ago when we were listening we to the song. We weren't on air. You didn't have to say. So. There's a lot of things that we do in between the breaks that I don't talk about, but that one really bothered me. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm looking at the cover of this War album, and I did share that I I still have a nearly 20 year old drawing I did of the little the little tyke on the cover of the War album, who was apparently some friend of the band. It was his, it was the, the you know some family friend. It was the son, and he appears in some other photos. Does he? For 25 years, I always thought that was just a member of the band. Now, well, who the hell is it going to be? He's like he's eight I years old. Know. You know? I don't know. You know? No, Irish well, people. I, I don't know. You know, he looks they, some very skinny lad. Looking, you know, all that ale and all these guys have done potatoes. well over the years. No, well, and then I did a drawing of the little kid, and I actually still have it. That's how like much YouTube meant to me back then. <laughs> and and we, I still have it somewhere. But, um, Damn it, if you cry again, we're ending it now. Okay, well, this is very sentimental to me. I was quite, quite a YouTube fan. And, She's really uh, somber about this. No, just, you know, they, they touch a chord with me and so many others, obviously, because they're yeah. still so popular. And, and you were going to mention oh, yeah, some things were, that you wanted to... Well, they touch a chord with me, and this <laughs> makes me want to cry. They were, they were on The Simpsons once. They were on The Simpsons. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, they, in 1997. Uh, yeah. They were on The Simpsons. They performed uh, Pride. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Okay. So it was during their. Uh, and they zoo performed tour. on the show. They're uh, they're in concert, on the stage playing Pride in the Name of Love, oh, and wow. Homer comes on because he's campaigning to be the garbage collector for Springfield. <laughs> And they actually sing another song with them later on in the show. It's great. And it was the real guys doing the voices, oh, yeah. like always, oh, on yeah. The Simpsons. That's yeah. really cool. That's cool. I, th- I mean, I, that's that will be the culmination of our popularity when we get to be on The Simpsons playing yeah. ourselves. That would be very cool. Which is something you should point out about you two. And I made the the case earlier for how does Bono get away with being so, you know, overzealous and and self righteous and all stuff. It, and because at some point he always kind of knows when to kind of make a joke and to, right. and to kind of chuckle and, and say that, you know, yes, the weight of the world is on my shoulders, but I'm also yeah. a really fun, cool guy, and I know how to, you know... Well, you want to talk about cool. You know, during the during their Zoo TV tour, he used to always make it a tradition to make one phone call during the concert. Yeah. And most of the time, the calls were to, like, you know, relatively important people, like Bill Clinton one right. time. But one night, uh, uh, it was uh, blah, 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 Atlanta. No, Detroit. Where he actually called and ordered 10,000 pizzas for the crowd. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. See? Nobody would ever do that for us. No. No. We can't even get one pizza ordered here. No, we can't. (laughs) But if you want to talk about the secret of their success, I found this interesting quote from the English magazine called The World, which is not a little haughty, but leave it to the English. This is from The Edge, explaining the secret to their success. Our music has no roof on it. It wasn't inspired by a juke jock. Juke jock? God. I don't man. know what it really says. So <laughs> let's just let's leave it at that. How bad you mangle it? It says, we play to our strengths, and our strengths in some ways are to keep it very stripped down and simple. Huh. And I think that's probably why we love them so much live in their show, because it, it's so stripped down and simple, just like their regular music is in the studio. For as simple as it is, though, I mean, their last several singles have knocked me out just as much as the early. We don't like to we don't like to get past the eighties, but you know, a few just you know a year or two ago when they came out with "Beautiful Day" and yeah, stuff, I song. thought I was just great my song. jaw dropped. I thought, what a gorgeous song, you know. It sounded like their old stuff, though. It's just great, though. I mean, they they only use so many chords and so many different configurations and simple melodies, simple verse, chorus, this and that. But man, 
there's they still have it, you know, they really do. Do you think, think they'll end great. the show? Do you think they'll end the show on their, their, everyone with, who's seen you two knows how they end their shows with the song 40, a really beautiful song, a very yeah. spiritual they song. They start playing it, and then as they, uh, then they leave the stage one by one, and the yeah. crowd continues to sing the song. So it's I only sing, f- sing a new song. <laughs> yeah, you two fans know what we're talking about, and I, I, I'm sure they'll end it like that. That's yeah. how they end all the shows. Should we end the podcast like that? I think we should. Yeah. I mean, everyone sing along with us. Let's all join hands. Steve and I are going to hug again, though. So. <laughs> And we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. We're, we're going to just stay here stuck in the 80s where we're nice and cozy. Adios. I will sing, sing a new song. In the 80s is produced by the online department of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The weekly podcast is edited and engineered by Mr. Dave Morrison. If you'd like to read our blog, please do so. It's at www.tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And remember, you can subscribe to the podcast at iTunes.